T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio. 670 The Score. I really believe there is an advantage to Bears weather. I couldn't feel my feet. It was very cold. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. You know, we know this is bear weather. Um, that's, uh, you know, uh, exciting uh, for us as, you know, the Chicago Bears. Peterman uh, takes the snap one more time. Pressure coming. Picked up. Rolling right. Peterman going to set up the Hail Mary pass. Throwing a nice tight spiral to the end zone. And it is intercepted in the end zone by the Buffalo Bills. How did you stay warm? What was the key? <sighs> or did you? I mean, it was crazy. It really impacted the whole game. Giving. Here's Montgomery. He has buckled down to the hole. The ball goes on the ground, and the Buffalo Bills have recovered. Bills get it. One of their big guys up front. They buckled Montgomery and picking up the loose ball. I'll give you a winter prediction. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gray. And it's going to last you the rest of your life all sorts of discomfort over here on the sideline just kind of came down and melted on the bench and uh, just being talked to right now trying to trying to get through it down here i never ever and i played football at the university of tennessee and it get cold on rocket top but i never encountered anything like that at all that was crazy Freaking freezing in here, Mr. Bigglesworth. Let's not even waste our time with that whole bear weather uh, BS. This crowd has been really good today, Jeff. I mean, a smaller but potent crowd, and we do have a shirtless man sitting in the stands. Of course right, you do. Right behind the Bears' bench. I have spotted him, and he's not a small man. Wow. How many Santas in the audience? You know what? Not a lot of Santas. <laughs> Who the heck are you? What are you talking about? I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. You sit on a throne of lies. Justin, thank you. And thank you for all that uh, you've done for us this year as well. Merry Christmas to you, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Y'all have a good one. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination Aww. for Chicago sports talk. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Actually, Bears weather does exist, but it ain't that. 16 no. below on the windshield <laughs> is nobody's weather. Nobody 
takes responsibility for that weather, except for maybe polar bears. That's about it. There's nobody used to playing in that. Right. Even if you're the best running team in football, which the Bears were at one point. I don't know if they still are, but even offensive linemen and running backs don't like that. No, no, not at all. That's Mike Esposito. I am Mark Grody. We are in for Bernstein and Holmes. Yeah, you're not Dan Bernstein. What's up no, with this? No, I, oh I, 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 I see everybody smiling today. I don't understand. <laughs> That's weird. Is it the Christmas it? spirit or the... <laughs> Dan Bernstein-less show. I, I can't really tell, but this is Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. It is a Bears Monday and a Bears 35-13 loss of the Buffalo Bills on Saturday. I was at my Christmas party yesterday. I was talking to my my season ticket holder brother, and he, he even said that he didn't pay. No, no, wait. It was the other brother. It was Brother Paul who said he didn't even pay attention to the game much. And then I thought to myself, I bet there's a lot of people like that who probably didn't get around to paying a whole lot of attention to the game on Saturdays. Maybe they normally would. Well, and then, and I told you this too. And I, as I said in transition, I've accepted the season for what it is. Let's develop fields, see what we have. I don't care if the Bears win or lose. But of course, I watch the games. I've watched every game my whole life, right? And inevitably, without even realizing it, as the game starts and, you know, they, they score the first touchdown. I'm sitting there rooting for the Bears. Of course I am, because that's yeah. that's what I do. And my wife, who who knows, because we've talked about, it, I'm like, this season doesn't matter. They could lose every game. It's you know, it's just about seeing what feel. She's like, I, what are you doing? I th- I thought you didn't care if the Bears won. I'm like, I can't help it. I just want them to win. It's like Tommy Lee Jones said in the Fugitive. Just don't tell anybody. That's, I thought you didn't care. That's, that's right. Don't, don't tell anybody. I don't can't help it. But then when the, but then when Buffalo gets you know however many unanswered points after uh, after uh, that it's the, whatever. The, yeah, yeah. You know it's funny. Like, I, I yes. I, before I covered the Bears, I was a huge Bears fan. That's right. And all of that. I have continuing dreams throughout my life. Like this is the weirdest thing to reveal. I have dreams sometimes that I miss Bears games. Like that I now I'm not talking as a media member. Mm-hmm. Like that I just missed the game. Like for some reason there was a blackout in my day and mm-hmm. I missed the game and it's and I wake up in a cold sweat. I miss the Bears. <laughs> like it's a horrible thing. This like, is a true fact. And I and I you would have to uh, go back to the Neil Armstrong era. Oh my god! For a game that yeah. I didn't watch because. Whenever age you're not I talking, was, a lot of people think it's the astronaut you're talking about. Uh, nope, it's not no. the astronaut. <laughs> Thank you, Les, yeah. for that uh, clarification. Uh, no, absolutely, because as soon as I discovered the Bears and Walter Payton, that was it. I was in. I watched every week, and I've watched every week since then, whether I was covering it or not. Yeah. So it's not taken lightly that you know the the result on the field doesn't necessarily matter. Now you start throwing into all the various. Well, maybe they could get the number one pick. You know, that's that oh, yeah, would be. We're there. We're the, there. Well, it's and it's the Bryce Jones draft, right? Uh-huh. The the Alabama quarterback. I, I believe that will be the top overall pick. And f- for the first time ever, we don't need one of those guys, right? So th- so let's ransom that number one pick. But of course, we have to get that first, and we'll see what uh, what happens. With yeah, the Bears, right? yeah, we get there, and we'll definitely talk about that. We want to invite you to interact. It's a Bears Monday. The phone lines are open. They are open right now, 312-644-6767. You can also text us at that same number, 312-644-6767. Mike and I are both on Twitter. I'm at Mark Grody Sports. What are you these days? I'm at Espo670. Very simple. Um, The thing about this Bears game that really did suck, like if we are going to glean some things from this actual game, it was very painful to watch the Bears' offense not capitalize 
on the defense forcing turnovers and making big plays. Not not just the turnovers, but the big plays. And we'll start with, with Kyler Gordon, the, the, the pick in the end zone. The Bears do nothing with that. The Jaquan Brisker sack near mm-hmm. the Buffalo goal line, the Bears converted a fourth and three on that drive, and then they settle for a damn field goal. Late in the second quarter, it's 10-6 Bears. Uh, the defense does a great job of holding the Buffalo offense to a field goal. The Bills missed the field goal. Mm-hmm. They missed the field goal. And then nothing from the Bears. Late in the third quarter, Matt Adams, my guy. Your guy. My guy, Matt Adams, forces a fumble. The angry Matt Adams forces a fumble. Then that, then on that ensuing drive, you had the bomb to Valus Jones Jr., and then nothing because of the Ryan Griffin, the fourth down play yep. where Ryan Griffin falls inches short of it. You get nothing out of it. The moral pick leads to a measly Cairo Santos field goal. The, the Griffin thing, you know what? The frustrating thing there, he made the catch. He realized what he needed to do. He just did it a, a tick too slow. Yes. Because yes. he had extended I, the ball. and they I initially, thought he had it. I thought he had it. Once even being the, on the sideline. Once, Well, sure. And in real time, it looked like he did. Yes. Once they showed the first slow-mo replay, I'm like, oh, no, they're going to mark that Oh, back. yeah, yeah. You could totally tell. Yep, you see the big board up there. Trust me, players are looking at those replays, oh, too. Oh, no, and I will say this for the Matt Adams. I mean, you talk about the peanut punch and how everyone teaches it now. That was a well-executed peanut punch. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, Matt Adams is kind of a badass. I like Matt Adams. And it's not just because he warms <laughs> up with shirtless before there you games. Go. Which I don't know that he did this week. I, I saw... He, I think he was just sleeveless. I, I was not focused in on Matt Adams. No, and I know you were working, obviously, yeah. but the, the Chiefs-Seahawks game being played in Kansas City, a bunch of Seahawks players did, and this was on Twitter, which is how I saw it, they were warming up in their, in their Beats headphones and no shirts. There was, oh, yeah. there was like 15 of oh, them. Oh, there was? Okay. I just had the one guy. There was one guy that appeared... All of a sudden in the third quarter, there's a guy front row behind the shirtless. Bears bench, you know, chubby guy, and he, and he takes his shirt off. My favorite thing, one of my favorite things of work on the sidelines is when players acknowledge fans and, like, what's going on. <laughs> there were several players that were acknowledging the fans in the stands. This crowd has been really good today, Jeff. I mean, a smaller but potent crowd, and we do have a shirtless man sitting in the stands. Of course right, you do. Right behind the Bears' best. I have spotted him, and he's not a small man. Wow. How many Santas in the audience? You know what? Not a lot of Santas. <laughs> no, I, I did not spot Santas. But this guy was so funny, man. And there, there were Bears players who were kind of looking at him and laughing, and then they would they'd go, hey, dude, check out this guy back here. And they'd look at him, laugh, and this guy's like, oh, oh, look at me. Well, just think about this, too, because it, we were talking about it before the show, and we will talk about it again because your your strategy for working the sidelines and all of that. I'll get to that, that here in a second. Absolutely. Bears. No, just think about it, Bears. The, the fans that go to the game, I mean, they're – layered up right so to get shirtless you've got to remove like i mean how many different pieces of clothing and what do you do with that clothing right then? and i don't even think just alcohol i mean drugs oh, and the alcohol yeah, I, I, mean, I mean numbing drugs i suppose was, I, he, was he novocaine i went out to run errands to the jewels and whatever else on christmas uh-huh. eve uh, listening to you and and joniak and thayer on the broadcast and i didn't want to be out for the five minutes i was outside of my car <laughs> and no, I, 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 I had a winter coat on. I know. I, everybody I saw yesterday is like, I, I'm just walking, you know, from from my, my mom, just walking from the car to, to church <laughs> was very painful. That's right. Um, and so, yes, <laughs> I, I 
I got to tell you, I did well. And I think part of it was that I had thought of, I had obsessed over it all week mm-hmm. long. I put a like a genuine call for help out on Twitter. Yeah, I saw talked that. to everybody that has ever covered the sidelines. You know, Zach, mm-hmm. after calling me soft, gave me some good advice, <laughs> and I I had all the tricks. I I and I was not feeling it until about I think there was about ten minutes to go in the game, and I was like, uh oh, here comes that that fingertip and toe yeah. pain. Mm-hmm. You know, you know the pain. It's a unique kind of pain that the cold gives and I'm like okay Mark you got 10 minutes to go here and you're gonna make it and so that's yeah. it was mind over matter because there's nothing else I could do there's nothing else I could do to stay warm and those those are the parts that you can only do so much right with the hand warmers and the toe warmers whatever else you got multiple pairs of socks yep. bags everything bags, else you yep. name it right yep but the hands and the feet or the toes and the fingers specifically go away and I and I, I I'm surprised to find out that you did not have uh, ski pants no, I just went with, I went with the jeans, and one of the, the bits of advice that I received from somebody was, and I think it was on Twitter, the, to wear basketball shorts with the, the long johns and uh-huh. the underwear and like go basketball shorts. That definitely helped. The double hoodie system was very good oh, yeah. as well in terms of the torso. So that, that, was, that was covered. But, yeah, I did, I did really well. And it was weird because I was like – I was out there for about the first 45 minutes. I'm like – I'm not in pain right now. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm all right with what's going on. I was like, this is not going to last, is it? But it did. It lasted until the fourth quarter and, for me. And really what it is at that point is the wind, and there's nothing you could do about the wind. The cold, you're, you're, you're dressed for the cold. You, the wind blowing in your face. And I, I was uh, joking with Mark earlier when, when I first saw him. My favorite part of the radio cast that I heard uh, while driving on Christmas Eve was Joniak throwing it down to you for a report, and like three seconds later, you're like, sorry, I forgot to pull my <laughs> yeah, mask off. Yeah. <laughs> I had the, oh yeah, that's another thing. I had Got the, the mask, the the, the balaclava, balaclavas. That was yeah. called uh-huh. the balaclava. Like, would you see the players wearing? Mm-hmm. I I do have to give a shout out and a thank you to the Bears. They gave me two balaclavas, so I was, a, and they are kind of a game changer as well. Yeah. yeah, and let me let me correct you because this is actually very funny. So, balaclava, balaclava is yeah. the is the face cover. Baklava is the Greek dessert. Oh, yeah. Because we had some of those, so I oh, yeah. one of one of my uh, it's my a relatives and it's a baklava. I had yeah. it, one of my relatives yeah. brought Greek pastries yeah. uh, to Christmas Eve, which were delicious, by the way. Sounds good. And I had a baklava, and I called it a balakava, and oh. I was laughed at. So there you go. That's hilarious. And I'm, I'm like, how am I supposed to keep this straight? I'm Italian. Give that, me a break. That's hilarious. There, there is. We do have leftovers here in the mighty Prudential <laughs> building. Yes, we do here. They're down in our little break room. There is cakes and things like that. The only thing that that doesn't exist down there right now is coffee. Coffee. God bless it. Crisis. I'll be damned if I. Yeah, we were having Mike and I. We looked like probably if the, it was on camera, and I'm sure it is. Actually. Somewhere we were a couple of idiots trying to figure out the coffee machine. I broke something off the top of the coffee machine, and you I switched the sample. It's like Provasic. <laughs> yeah, right. I would love a cup of Provasic right we now. We need Dr. Kimball to uh, tend to the coffee machine stat. <laughs> that that coffee, but there's cake, and then I did. I heated up this. I took a chance with this coffee. This has probably been sitting around for three days. It's not good, but there is caffeine it is, in it. It is so coffee. Done. Yeah. Is, it, is it working at least? It's got that burnt taste to it, mm. that little burnt coffee in you. To We've start all been the day. there. We've all had the day. Yeah. And, and you did have to, mi- you microwaved it, right? I did, yeah. Okay. So it was it was leftover coffee in the pot, right. cold. Right. And and who knows how long it's been who sitting there. Who knows how long it's might, been might sitting be, there. It might be a week. But, but you did reheat it. I did reheat it, and I plan to reheat it again. <laughs> 
during our next break. Do we have time, by the way, to take uh, my guy Richard? Do we need to take the break first? No, let's take Richard. Because I understand Rich has been waiting for a long time, and Rich is my guy. So let's talk to – this is our first call here. on 312-644-6767. we got all sorts of stuff to talk about. We've got Dan Weeder. We've got Anthony Heron. We are going to take a little Bulls break Bulls. and talk to Rob Schaefer at 1040. But you, we want to hear from you as well. And, Rich, what's going on, brother? Hey, man. Uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays Same to, you, to Rich. you, man. Yeah, both of you guys. You guys got the short straw for, uh, you know, the Monday after uh, Christmas? Boy, it's a short straw. It's a Bears Monday. It's Bears. Uh, you know, we have a choice in these things, and we both agreed okay. and accepted working today because it's a Bears sure. Monday. Well, good for you. Somebody, you know, I'm glad to see you guys are optimistic. Hey, I got something for you because I was, you know, if I – I want bear info. Grody's the man. You know, you're the most qualified guy to respond to this. And this is something I know we've talked about this before, but what has really become glaring and alarming to me is after the Thursday night game, seeing George Pickens win the game when he was available in the draft ahead of Venice Jones. And I, I mentioned this, and I want to say I told you so, but pre after the draft preseason, I said, I know the SEC really well. I'm from there. He was he has done nothing in his combined USC Tennessee. He's a 12 yard uh, reception guy for four years. He, despite his speed, so you got kind of a a fast guy who's a possession receiver. But here's here's the thing that really annoys me. And I looked this up to make sure I had this right. He, he Pickens has 47 catches for 700 yards. That's 15 yards per catch and and a game winner against the Raiders in the Franco Harris game. Now, I went back to Claypool because I wasn't real happy with that move, giving away a second-round pick. You need draft capital, right? If he was a, a number one receiver, then maybe okay. But here's his numbers. He's got 12 catches for 111 yards. That's nine yards per catch. Now, I think, well, maybe that's just a slow start. I went back and looked at his Steeler stats. He has nine yards of catch with 32 catches before they moved him. But here's the irony of this. Here's how the here's how Poles got hoodwinked. He ended up not taking Pickens. They got Pickens, and they moved Claypool and kept Pickens and got a second-round draft pick. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate that. Man. I think Rich was watching film on yeah, Christmas yesterday. Yeah, hey, look, Rich is right. I mean – Valus Jones has not had a good season. Nope. George Pickens has. So yep. if that's the point of his call, he's 100% right. And, I, hey, we talked a lot about George Pickens b- before the draft. I like George Pickens. I mean, there yep. were some character issues that he had supposedly had in college, but I remember him at the Combine and talking to him there. You know, he was one of those guys that I thought, yeah, this, this would be very – I mean, you can't – I mean, he's got undeniable size and speed and all that stuff. But guess, guess who else had all of that? With the Pittsburgh Steelers in his rookie year, Chase Claypool. Thank you. I remember that. Right. He, he was. Everyone's like, "Oh, Chase Claypool." Oh, yeah, and I think the Bears missed on him too, if I'm not mistaken. Or had a chance to take him. Well, or we're close to. I don't remember. Several thought. I mean, Pickens yeah. would clearly be the Bears' leading receiver, but that's those are Pittsburgh stats. Not that he has all pros throwing to him in Pittsburgh either, but uh, you know the the Bears uh, situation being what it is at receiver. Darnell Mooney, your leading Bears receiver. 40 catches, 493 yards, although Cole Komet closing in yeah, on that. Yeah, yes. But to to his point, Pickens has been really good for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. But to your point, Chase Claypool, as a rookie coming out of Notre Dame with Ben Roethlisberger throwing to him, 
was also a great rookie receiver. He looked like he had superstar potential in his first year. And I saw Tyke Tolbert last week, the, the Bears receivers coach, yeah. quoted as saying, and I don't have it in front of me, so forgive me for paraphrasing, but basically, I think, basically the, the Claypool, because people are complaining about the, the draft pick, you're not going to get a Chase Claypool-esque talent at that pick, regardless of who it is, whatever mm. that that uh, pick number ends up being. That yeah. was his point. He would rather have Chase Claypool than whatever that pick is. Yeah, well, that's that's interesting. Let's talk about that and the wide receivers, and let's talk about the 44-yard the play to Valus Jones because yeah. I thought that was an important play for him. Well, and he had a good game, too, with, with the returns, too. Yeah, I mean, no, he did. And, and he needs a few get nice games to, to finish the season, absolutely. Let's talk about the, yes. the wide receiver position when we return. That is Mike Esposito. I'm Mark Grody. We, this is a good time to call if you'd like as well because we will take your calls at 312-644-6767. We are in for Bernstein and Holmes on a Bears Monday here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's Esposito and Grody on 670 The Score. 21-10. Ryan Griffin, the tight end, out to just inside the numbers. Two tight ends right side of the formation. Now Griffin pulls in tight to the top. Snap. Play fake to Montgomery. Pulling back the throw. Fields with a nice clean pocket. Going deep. Sprinting down the right side. Making the catch. And a beauty. What a catch by Bayless Jones. Gets up and keeps running. But Bayless Jones at a perfect Beautiful throw by Justin Fields. Threaded it between That was a hell of a throw and a hell of a catch by Bayless Jones Jr. 44 yards, one of the, the few offensive highlights for the Bears on Saturday in a 35 to 13 
loss to the Buffalo Bills. We'll get some reaction from Justin Fields and from Valus himself on that play, and I, I do want to isolate and zero in on that play because I do think that that's one of those things that was can be or will perhaps turn out to be extremely important in the long run for, for Fields and for Valus Jones. But we're talking – Wide receivers, Espo. And again, mm-hmm. the I, I did talk to Chase Claypool before the game. He's still optimistic that he's going to play in these next two games. He said, he said, you know, it is it is week to week. Here's what I here's where I'm setting things for the Bears wide receivers. Like just just to keep it very simple, the Bears in this off season, they need to. I don't know if they need a. It'd be great if they could get a superstar receiver. Where they need to set the bar is they need somebody who is better than Darnell Mooney, which yeah. would be a pretty, which would be a pretty good wide receiver because I do think Darnell Mooney is a good wide receiver. Been low volume this year, injured obviously, absolutely. But, but that's where I'm setting it. That's where I'm setting it. So if you can get bring in, set your goal for bring in somebody, whether through the draft or through free agency who who is better than Darnell Mooney and that's a pretty good product right there. I've seen on the text line 670 or 312-644-6767 if you want to uh, text us please do so. I've seen several suggestions oh. and they might be obvious ones if you think about the teams involved, but I've seen DeAndre Hopkins's name thrown about uh with Arizona being whatever they are at this point. Trace McSorley and the Arizona Cardinals yes. everybody. Uh, I've seen Mike Evans thrown about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, you're dealing with older guys, you know, who formerly were those number one guys. And I'm not saying Hopkins and Evans aren't number one guys still, right. but, but they're, they're not. They're veterans. They're on the yeah, decline, they right? They are, absolutely. You've got Claypool already. So we've ta- so you, you figure you, you've got Claypool and Mooney, and who knows past that, right, for next season. So unless you're going to draft somebody in the first round, which I Pretty sure they're not going to, although we should never say never. I don't know who they would take that high at wide receiver. It would have to be free agency. We know free agent receivers are bad. We've already talked about this. That's why they traded for Claypool, right? So yeah, yeah. if if you're not going to do that, you're going to have to trade for somebody. So who are you going to trade for? Or how are you going to get guys in here? Right, and they and they passed up on everybody last year. Remember yes. how those the wide receivers one by one oh, were yeah. being taken off the board, and the bear like and we're all like, huh? Yeah, how about that? Nope, that guy's gone now too. Yep, there goes Christian. Car- yeah, he's gone now too. So it's now philosophically, it may have meant nothing. It may have just meant that they had no interest in spending money on event, yep. which it seems more and more likely as, yep. as the season has gone along. Well, and I know Pickens is the glaring example in the draft, but you've talked about other rookie receivers, uh, and I know people were, were upset that they didn't take Sky Moore from, was it Western Michigan, wherever he was from, one of those uh, Michigan oh, schools. Yeah. Yeah. The Chiefs took him. Everyone's like, oh, he's going to be great with the Chiefs. He's done nothing with the Chiefs. Uh-huh. So it's not, and that's Andy Reid running the Patrick Mahomes offense, right? Yeah, it's yeah. not automatic that rookie oh. receivers are going to to star. That, that, absolutely, a hundred percent. Let's let's hear first from uh, Justin Fields uh, about that that Valus Jones play. This is right after the game with me in the Bears locker room. The the, the bomb to Valus Jones Jr. How what, what was going on on that play? Yeah, uh, quarters coverage. Um, that corner fell off. But um, you know, Valus his speed is you know he's 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 very fast. So of course he was able to run away from that safety and uh, just put it to the right. And I, I to be honest, I didn't think he was going to 
going to make it there. But, I mean, he made a hell of a catch, and, um, you know, uh, that's a great catch. And, you know, the line held up well. That play, so it was a well-executed play. And I know he's loaded with confidence, but was that an important play for him? It was. I think it was. I mean, I mean, anytime you can get those explosive, anytime you can, you know, build a guy's confidence, especially him being a rookie, um, I think it's, you know, that, 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 that play is going to, you know, carry him a long way for sure. That's Valus Jones or Justin Fields talking about Valus Jones. And and the other great part about that, Mark, that I loved hearing, and, and I assume he wasn't joking about throwing up uh, blades of grass in the wind, but he's he's basically making a reference to how he was trying to play the wind on that on that throw. Yeah, Which you have yeah. when it's gusting that hard, you kinda have to do it. Right. Well, I I'll tell you, like the the wind is so tricky at Soldier Field that you could look at the flags. And and that doesn't always tell the story. Like flags right. could be going one way. I I mean I'm always throwing blades of grass up sure. on the sideline just just to get ready for potential field goal attempts. And it it is sometimes it's the exact oppo. But I agree. Like that, Justin. That was an important. That was a huge moment for Bayless Jones. A huge day. And. The Bears, I did not think that the Bears would put Valus Jones Jr. in positions like that again this year after the most recent fumble last week. And they even said that they were going to reassess and that was something they needed to talk about. And credit to the Bears, they did throw him right back out there. Well, and they have to, don't they? I mean, you just drafted the guy in the third round. I don't know if they have to. They don't have to. But, but, but have and to and is the here's wrong why. Word. Here's why. Because, and I said this last week, when you have a guy it, – it, it's demoralizing when you have it, when you have it, when you have Justin Fields making nice pets. It's demoralizing to the entire team when you stunt like that. And I get the concept of yeah, d- hey, this is what the season is all about. Throw guys out there. I am thumbs up on that for the most part. But when you could start to see that it's demoralizing, mm-hmm. then then I got to put a, a stop on it. But they threw him out there, and he made the, the biggest play of his young career. The, the great thing about Jones, and you could see it. And obviously the fumbles are a huge problem. The speed, which is why they took him, right? I, I got to assume that's that's the, the main reason, the driver as to why Ryan Poles took him. But Velas only has six receptions on the season. So to say that was a huge one is an understatement, right? Yeah. I mean, that's half his yards. That's more than half his yards on that one catch. Yeah, and we got to take a break. But let's just really quickly before we take the break, let's hear what Velas Jones said after the game about that play. What about the catch, man? 44-yard catch put you guys in prime position. What was the route there, and what was the play? <laughs> Can't tell you what the play was. But, <laughs> but um, I mean, it was, you know, just a regular post. Um, I saw the leverage, so I had to stem the, um, the corner that was on me. And I knew I was going to be to the opposite side of the field. And Justin, you know, he put it where nobody else can get it but me. But I seen the wind was carrying it a little also. So um, I definitely had to, you know, I had to go get it. How important was that play for you? I would say how important that play was, you know, for the team. Um, Down by one possession. um, um, in In a good spot, you know, for the offense. So, you know, that's what I'm proud about. Um, overall, you know, putting my team in a great position. Yeah, but what about you, man? Yeah. The, the, the old, that, you know, for a reporter, like that's the right thing to say. Good, good for Valus Jones. Sure. But as a reporter, and, and I've been doing this a long time, when you get the, when you're wanting them to talk about themselves nope. and they do the team, it's like, oh man, he's doing the team thing. Yep. 
So, they're well trained. Yeah, yeah, they're they're well trained. He's Mike Esposito. I'm Mark Rohde. It's a Bears Monday. We're talking about the Bears game from Saturday. When we come back, we will definitely take your calls. I see you guys waiting. We are going to try to get through some of these calls here in just a little. Oh. <laughs> My bad. We've got bulls. Bulls. Hold on. We'll take your Bears yeah. calls, though, after yeah. bulls. After bulls. We we have Rob Schaefer coming up to talk bulls from NBC Sports Chicago. Big win the other night. Yes, they did. Three in a row on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Esposito and Grody on 670 The Score. So, Io in play with a touch to DeRozan. Ball game over! Bulls win! Bulls win! Bulls win! Let's dance in New York City. Start spreading the news. The Bulls with their first three-game win streak on the season. After losing to Minnesota in the first of four, the Bulls showing resolve. Well, I mean, it may be the most important three-game winning streak the Chicago Bulls have ever had after a destructive 150-burger put on them by oh, Minnesota. Oof. And then locker room chaos and just everything like it, it, it like they bottomed out for the season. And we now, hope, yeah, they, yeah. And then now they have won three in a row after that uh, victory over the next Knicks, which contained Demar Derozan's last second shot. Let's talk Bulls. With our guy Rob Schaefer from NBC Sports Chicago. He joins us on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Rob, is this the most important three-game winning streak the Chicago Bulls franchise has ever had? Man, I seem to remember a few three-game, or maybe not game, but three-year title streaks, so those come to mind. That doesn't count. Uh, <laughs> maybe that doesn't count. Uh but certainly this season, I mean, the only three-game win streak they've had this season. So uh, I, I would venture to go that far, and uh, we'll see where they take it from here. Because really, you know, as anybody who's watched this team game, out, game in, game out this season will attest to, it's not like there haven't been moments that shine through kind of how generally underwhelming they've been. It's about sustaining it. So uh, I still want to see them, you know, sustain it for a little bit longer than three games, but it, it's certainly a good start after the season kind of hit a rock bottom within rock bottoms uh, in, in Minnesota. Well, Robin, and you kind of hit it there too, right? Because you, you started to see the break up the Bulls or, you know, people talking about targeting DeRozan and Vooch and, uh, you know, other things like that at the trade deadline. So, so really, when you think about it, if nothing else, they've saved the season. They kind of rallied from that Minnesota game. And, and hey, let's face it, you know, the DeRozan and uh, Io uh, game winners, exciting stuff. It was exciting. Uh, and it's almost reminiscent of when they had that string of game winners around this time last year. Uh, what I will say, though, on the, on the – and you make a good point about the reports of other teams eyeing the Bull Stars. Oh, could they be a seller? Could they blow it up? The only thing I'd say to that is I don't know that that noise is going anywhere anytime soon until they, you know, string 
a stretch like this uh, a little bit longer together. And that's only because a lot of those reports are coming externally, right? It's rival executives believe this. It's other teams are monitoring players for this reason. None of that is coming from the Bulls who internally, you know, have not shown any sign other than leaving the group they have and they're going to ride it out, you know, for better or worse, whether you agree with that strategy or not, that's, that's what they've telegraphed that they're going to do. I don't think, you know, still at the point where they're 14 and 18 and outside of the play-in, I don't think it's going to scare other teams away from, you know, keeping their eye on guys, making calls. But the Bulls, I mean, they really have to keep this going if they don't start to feel that internal pressure. Because it was getting to the point where it was almost undeniable if that was the course that they were going to have to go, uh, retooling it, trading some guys. Now they've shown maybe if they can continue to build on this that they can stay the course credibly. Uh, but again, we got to see how it how it goes from here and make sure that they handle some of these lesser opponents like uh, like Houston tonight. Yeah, Bulls and uh, Rockets tonight here on the score. Then the Bulls will be home against uh, Milwaukee. These three wins, the wins over the the Knicks, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Miami Heat. Although there have been some players down for the opposition, these have been le- legit victories for the Bulls. Like these have been good. They have really played well in these wins. What have they done differently that all of a sudden they are playing well? A lot, uh, and I'll I'll start it with on the defensive end because that 150 point Minnesota performance is about as low. I mean, the word embarrassing was kicked around in the locker room, like from guys post game. So I don't feel bad using it. And that's as bad as it gets. And it wasn't just hot shooting by Minnesota. It wasn't fluky. It was, as Billy put it, you know, after the Timberwolves game, a lack of effort, energy, competitiveness. And that's, I mean, that's when you start to really raise the alarm bells about a team fracturing. In the three-game sense, to me, much more active and engaged on the defensive side of the ball. They're taking care of the basketball at the other end. Um, and I would say, too, you know, they're doing that with uh, for, you know, stretches of these games and obviously the next game without Alex Caruso, who is kind of the heart and soul um, uh, of this team on the defensive side of the ball and does some underrated stuff for them offensively, too, in terms of pushing pace, uh, playmaking, even if he's not the most traditional point guard you could envision. So I think the defense is a part of it. And then you got to look at the three stars. I mean, Booch, uh, DeRozan, and Levine. They were the object of a lot of fans and observers' ire when things were going poorly because they just didn't appear to be meshing well on the court together. Uh, and you could say that that even dated back to last season when they flamed out down the stretch. Injuries get talked about all the time with last year's team. I know Zach was hampered by, by his kind of bulky knee down the stretch, but for the most part, they had Zach for 67 games. They had DeRozan and Booch for 70-plus, and the season still flamed out the way it did. Those three had to set a better tone. And I think they've really done that the last three games. Uh, I mentioned the defense, but also offensively, you know, all three of them appear to be playing within the flow of the offense. They're scoring in the mid-20s, all of them. They're shooting the heck out of the ball, all of them. They're taking care of the basketball, all of them. Uh, And turnovers have been a problem for this team at their worst. So I think those three really and playing with good balance offense um, and also better engagement defensively. I think that's especially true of who's had a pretty good stretch of games here on both ends of the floor. Those have got to be the keys, and those have got to be the keys moving forward as well. Yeah, Bulls big three. To your point, they, they've each scored twenty points or more in four straight games. The the 
The win over the Knicks, the DeRozan last-second putback. Zach Levine, six points in the final two minutes. Kobe White with a couple of money threes midway through the fourth. And then the, the Atlanta, I, I particularly like the Atlanta game because in the final two minutes and 30 seconds, DeMar DeRozan, Patrick Williams, Zach Levine, and, and Io DeSumo, all with big shots. I guess my question is, is, is this sustainable and maybe figured out after the locker room blow-up? I think if they can... The thing about this team, right, especially defensively, just personnel-wise, without Lonzo, uh, Caruso's out again, so, you, you know, he's dealing with the concussion, and who knows how long that'll take. The thing about this team, especially on the defensive end of the floor, is there's really little margin for error. They have, they have shown the ability to have the collective resolve to defend as a group and employ this kind of heavy help uh, principle that Billy Donovan wants to play with because they, they need to help Vooch protecting the rim. And they've shown an ability to force turnovers, make other teams uncomfortable, really get into the ball, and bother opponents. The problem is on the nights where their focus is less than 100, 100, 100%, mm-hmm. they've struggled a little bit in those areas. So I think the style of play is sustainable. It's, is the focus sustainable? Will they keep this level of intensity that they have when really their backs were against the wall? You know, everyone's you know, station within the team was kind of up for grabs when you see trade rumors and things like that start to fly around. And your coach is calling out a lack of effort. Um, you know, we know the coach isn't going anywhere because he's obviously under contract for two more years and then extended on top of that. So the pressure was really on the players. And they've responded, I think, with great intensity and engagement. That's the thing that I want to see sustain. The style of play, defensively, um, they've played fundamentally sound basketball. And then offensively, I think there's also an area of focus that goes into that because you see when this team – at times when they hit adversity and they fall back into their old habits, it gets stagnant. It gets your turn, my turn between Zach and DeMar. Vooch gets forgotten about for long stretches of games. Uh, the role guys in general get forgotten about, and then they're hot potato the ball, and they're not a great three-point shooting team, so you can't rely on just instant shot making. If the focus is there to move the ball, make the right play, play within the flow of the offense, and hustle their tails off defensively, then, yes, I think the Bulls can sustain this uh, just – Having not seen them do that for more than four to five games at a time this year, uh, we kind of have to see if they're going to be able to do that. Rob, Rob thanks for your time, man. Uh, appreciate you checking in on the Bulls, and uh, definitely we'll talk to you soon. All right. Appreciate it, guys. You got it. Rob thanks, Schaefer, Rob. NBC Sports Chicago, talking about the Bulls' three-game winning streak. I would assume have finally brought back a game-winning shot after all those that he had last year. That was, And you know what? You got to love it. You, you teach your kids to do that. You know, you crash the boards. If if the ball's going up, don't just stand there and watch it. Crash the boards. Uh, he was yeah. the only one running in there. Do you notice that? The, talk about the I.O. Put, the I.O. Yeah, put, put back against back. Atlanta, that, right? He made that play yes. happen. Yep, that was that was beautiful. Bulls and Rockets tonight here on the score. 645 pregame. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, Alyssa Bergamini will all I'll bring it to you. Coming up next, Mike Esposito, Mark Grody. We will bring you Anthony Heron next. We're going to talk to Big Ant, Anthony Heron, talking more about the Chicago Bears right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 